The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are talking all about Queen Elizabeth today, the royal family, and everything going on in the UK, mostly because I keep getting questioned by people. I'm on here with my co-host, I'd say the baddest bear in the cage, but the one-armed bear that's not allowed to fight right now, Bear Fjorda. Yeah, what is, what is it? I can't really train. <laughs> I certainly can't fight. Uh, but that's. I don't want to take over just talking about all my... Uh, irritations, my my current level of disability, my frustration with not being able to hit people, which is not a normal thing for most people in the world to talk about or say, but I, I at least my friends understand that. But before we get too when far When are you that, talking to your friend today? I was here? talking to my good friend, uh, and I, I he's still my coach. I'm not going to say former. We just haven't seen each other in a while. My coach, Sam Alvey, uh, for, UFC, actually now former UFC fighter, actually. But Yeah, we're talking to the WWE about yeah, him. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, he got his jaw broken in his last fight, and he hasn't been able to do anything now for several months. And where I feel I'm on edge, I was texting him talking about how I feel like I want to punch someone I can't. And then the the nerves and the adrenaline rush that I'm used to are not there. So I don't know what to do with the myself. The natural drugs. The natural drugs, as one would say. And uh, he wrote back, oh, I'm 100% ready to snap. He's, he's re <laughs> After a few months of not being able to do anything, not, no hitting people, no wrestling people, he's ready to just murder anybody. Why don't you offer to be his first training partner? No, I already told him very specifically <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to take that chance. It's, the it's arm not, would have just healed by that point. That's not the way you want to die? No, no, no. Not the way I want to die. Speaking of death. So we have a whole lot going on today. That was an awful segue. I'm that sorry. That was, I know, it's a terrible segue. <laughs> Speaking of death, was... your queen passed away. I hate you so much. No, I, Don't make fun of that. It's awful. Seriously, I'm watching your whole, I, I'm watching several countries uh, just blatantly attack each other. Everyone's on different, uh, all, I wouldn't say equally, but everyone's pretty much on opposite sides of the fence with this one. They, well, what do you mean? They either want world i think you put it perfectly every time there's a death like the death of a monarch you definitely they have those people who push for it to end and then you have the the uh what do you call them the, not the royalists but what do, you, what do you call yourself i'm a monarchist a monarchist the monarchist always pushing back saying no we need to keep the same order we've had forever and you are very much a monarchist you very much want to keep this order intact you're <clears throat> fully supportive of king charles even while in uh mourning for your queen well, 100%. I, but I grew up with the Westminster system, and I have a monarchist. I have a monarchy, and I had a queen my whole life as the head of state. And essentially, the Westminster system, the main differences are uh, we don't have an electoral call. We have an electoral call, the person that wins. And um, we have a neutral head of state, meaning the queen never took a political side. She represented everyone, and that meant a great deal to us. And that's kind of different from Charles, who's actually made plenty of political moves uh, throughout his life. He has. But as king, he really steps back from them and represents everyone. He closed charities. Like, he stepped back and went, okay, that's it. But you have to remember, he's the longest-serving heir to the throne ever. So he was kind of sitting there for a, a long period going, okay, what do I do? 
I think the thing that saddens me most, and I'm I'm excited, we're actually going to have we have a, a royal, royal commentator, commentator on today. He's a lawyer. His name is Edward Wang. We're okay, having him on intro. today. Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, we're having him on today, so I'm looking forward to talking to him. I think what I find strange is the way that the Commonwealth is handling it. Like mm -hmm. I can only tell you from my perspective and talking to my family in Australia. I called uh, my grandma after it oh, happened. Oh, she's got to be super excited. She was, she, she was Wait. wrecked. Wrecked. Excited. I don't know where, I think I meant that to be more sarcastic than it came out. Okay. My, so my grandma, um, I called my grandma after the queen passed right. and she is about the same age mm -hmm. and she is just wrecked. Absolutely wrecked. Well, she, she was around <laughs> for her father, correct? King George. For King George. But for the most part, and for most people's lives, as you mentioned earlier, she's been the only monarch. 70 yep. years just on the throne alone. Mm -hmm. God, passing at 96. She, went, I think she, everyone... she got on the throne very young. She and, was 25. Yes. And then everyone really expected her to meet at least her mother's uh, 101. Yeah, we, yeah, we expected her to make it to 100, past 100. I expected her to just reign forever. I would die. She's still in charge somewhere. I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, it just it, it didn't occur to me. Does that anyone know a necromancer? That's that's a good way of I doing read a, it. I read this thing today where they uh, a necromancer had a different name because the translator of this article or whatever didn't understand the American term necromancer. So it's not an American wrote, term; it's English. Well, okay, they said American. He wrote zombie wrangler as a description for what a necromancer is and i'm not saying we should find a zombie wrangler because i don't think that's an appropriate joke at this point in time but if anyone does know how to but do yet that yet you still made it but if anyone does know how to do that i'm i'm just saying i think the queen has had such an impact mm -hmm. if you look back um she has and she she never said much she didn't put her opinions out there but she's really, as much as everyone's going after her publicly right now for colonialism, which I personally, you know, annoys me, but um, she really has tried to do well. And I think she's done well by most people. I think what shocks me the most is the level of people who are coming out, not just against her, but hatefully attacking oh, her speaking, in, in death. Speaking of, I owe Jeff Bezos an apology. Okay. I read off a tweet that Jeff Bezos commented on that said, uh, I hope the queen, uh, I, I hope the imperialist queen uh, dies painfully. I'm sorry, he said that? No, he he was arguing with that tweet, but it was credited to him. So I chewed him oh. out last week on the show. Uh, Jeff Bezos did not. He stood up for the Queen. So I, I really personally apologize to uh, Jeff Bezos. That's fair enough. Absolutely. Uh, Jeff Bezos, not mm. anti-monarch. I don't say that. I don't know that. But he's definitely not hateful of the Queen. How about no, that? It was, it was, I was really impressed with that. Then we had, um, we, we've had a lot of weird stuff. Like they were talking about, you know, were they going to kill the corgis after I the Queen died? I wanted to talk to uh, Mr. The Wang about that when he came on, when he came on. And I wanted to get his opinion on why. One, was it ever consideration? I can't see it being considered as a thing to happen to the dogs. And, and two, Everyone's why just would worried. people just assume? Well, Fergie's like, taking the dogs. A queen pass. All right, kill the kill the pups. Put them in the basket. I know. It's like, like she'd roll over in her grave. Together. She'd roll over in her grave. She loves dogs. You got to be careful when she did that, though. She'd roll onto the dogs. Um, but, yeah, she, she absolutely loves her dogs. And so I think that's really very strange to me that Americans think that. Was it only Americans? It was only Americans. You know, wow, that's kind of sad. Think of the difference in culture, though. What Would that be an expectation of if your grandmother or grandfather died, do you bury their dog with them? 
what, but that is not uncommon uh, in this country. No, that that cannot be a practice in this country. Not in my America. No. The the coolest thing you guys did, though, is you actually gave uh, Barack Obama on his last meeting with the Queen while he, while he was president. Yeah. Gave her an iPod gave full of show. Right when the iPod first came out, he gave her an iPod full of show tunes. Okay. Because everyone always gives her like he gave her a diamond brooch, uh, which she wore when she was meeting with Trump. Mm-hmm. Like she, she's done all of these things, and um, everyone always gives her really stately gifts. So he gave her an iPod full of show tunes because she was known to love show tunes. That's really cool. I thought it was cool. You know, she's done apart from just meeting with the multiple different presidents throughout many of our lives. Got a third of the presidents actually that we've had in this country. Uh, she's, she's been alive through other... America, through, through like a large portion of American history. And she's done such incredible things, unprecedented things, depending on the period of time we're talking mm-hmm. about, for that matter. I think one of the first things that ever shocked the world was her dancing with that... Uh... Ghanaian president. Yeah. The, she danced the, with the I'm president sorry, of Ghana. The, the Ghanaian president? Ghanaian. Okay. He's the president of Ghana. Right. Just smile and nod. Just smile and nod. They're part of the Commonwealth. This was a period where apartheid was going on, where all of where there was separation, where there was racism. Mm-hmm. And here comes Queen Elizabeth dancing with the president of Ghana oh. while they're pulling out of the Commonwealth. I thought it was amazing. Oh, wow. well, and they well, they didn't end up pulling ties. out. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't end up uh, pulling out of the Commonwealth. It was it was really I was impressed. I mean, how many people can be a diplomat by dancing besides her and John Travolta? <laughs> That's pretty good. Um do you, speaking of pulling out, how how many countries do you think are going to attempt to leave versus maybe, how about just, how, do you think any of them are going to leave? Jamaica's talking about wanting to leave the Commonwealth. They're which part is, of the Commonwealth? Yeah. I never knew that. I thought they were their own independent country. All the, so countries in the Commonwealth are still independent countries. No, I, I beg your pardon. Yes. I mean, like, they're not So the Queen the is still the head of state. They right. can stay in the Commonwealth and not keep her as the head of state. I didn't even think they were in the Commonwealth. <clears throat> I am very concerned by your lack of knowledge. It's the it's the teachings in the American school systems. We learn about how awesome the United States is and what we did when it comes to the U.S. history. In defense, and you world guys have history a is just really... like kind of like a, a world history is like a like a wash, like a quick shower, and then you get to the U.S. history, and then it's like a bath. In defense, you guys have had a very short history. You haven't yeah. been around long. But you have a very large country and a lot of states. So I think you learn more about state history Mm -hmm. than world history. But it does weird me out a little that you guys learn so little about world history. Because I'll talk to people here and they'll be surprised, you know, uh, when we talk about the history of Australia. Yeah. One of the things I was talking to uh, someone online about here is they couldn't figure out why Australia was so upset the Queen died. I'm like, well, she's our Queen. She's the Queen of Australia. And it it was like a five-minute argument. No, she's the Queen of England. Anyway, it, everyone it, it stay off Reddit, just it did FYI. It like that you guys still held her in the head of state position. She's, she's still our queen. Yeah. Well, you have to remember, it's Australia. We It wasn't that we wanted to leave England. Mm-hmm. We wanted to stay in England. They wanted to get rid of us. Yeah. I mean, with good reason. All, all we were bad. Convicts. Yeah, we were, we were convicts. Like, you can't blame them for wanting to get rid of us. But uh, we they got rid of us. We didn't get rid of them. <laughs> I think it's also a good rule of thumb just to not argue with people on Reddit because there's a very good chance that right or wrong, they're just going to keep spewing out whatever it is that's upsetting you. And let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, do, what, what time do you know? Did they end up stop sending people over to Australia? 
1950s. 1950s. They, they, they shipped people, including children, out till the 1950s. It was a very uh, – they weren't doing convicts at that point, but they mm -hmm. were still sending uh, orphaned children, which turned into a real problem because it led to a lot of children being shipped in from England and being abused. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty dark. Australia, well, it's a country started by convicts. You can't think we're, like, we're, we're, we're not exactly sunshine and roses. Well, that's fair. We, but it I think was convicts least, and prostitutes. But I think you'd figure out, like, don't shake the baby. They weren't shaking the babies. That wasn't what they were doing with them. Yeah, it was a lot worse. I said, Australia's got a very dark history. You all deserve to be shipped off to another wasteland. Uh, well, that was the thing. They shipped <laughs> us off to Australia, and you look out, right? And the convicts, when they first got on that ship, yeah. were freaking out. They'd gone through these rough seas, and they land in Australia, and they look around, and it's beautiful, and it's lush, and it's green, and the, pe and the beaches are perfect. And the convicts just looked at it and said, no worries. And that's where the expression came from. And then they traveled, like, three miles inland. Yeah. And found the desolate wasteland. It's not a desolate wasteland. I, I'm sorry. At some point, you, if you if you land on the and shores, you ruined my no worries joke. If you, if you <laughs> land on the shores of whatever Botany Bay, I don't know what it is. But, and then Botany you, Bay is where we sent the convicts. See you. <laughs> and then, you can learn. And then you walk your happy butt five to ten miles straight. You'll just end up in a desert surrounded by all the various animals. It that is not five to you. ten miles. It's like five thousand miles. Do you know how big Australia is? Massive. <laughs> No, it's like it's like a half a mile inland. You guys have like this little strip where you can put your cities. All your buildings are side by side along the coastline. That's I swear to God. Stop looking at American-made maps. That's funny. On American-made maps, we're actually a lot larger of a country, and Africa's a lot sh uh, smaller of a country. Uh, I, I always continent. found that weird when I look at your continent versus like Africa. Mm -hmm. Africa's a much larger continent, and America's in the wrong place. Well, you know how mathematicians decided to go by the number twelve instead of the number ten. How? No, I'm just I'm telling you, it's a similar system. I think that it was just it was an inferiority complex. Everyone else is using ten, we got to use twelve. You guys are on an older system. It's the imperial system. Oh, I beg we your moved we didn't on want to, to the metric. Yeah, we moved on to See, the metric system. See, that's how uneducated we are. We don't even know which mathematical system came first. <laughs> Meanwhile, if I said any of this to you about America, you would go all America. <laughs> like you get like all gung ho America, but you can complain. But when I complain about your country, it's all of a sudden, ooh, that's not nice. Yeah, no, we're we're uh, it's you can I'm allowed to make fun of this thing that I'm a part of, but you're not a part. Which I say you're not a part of it. You you were born here. And then move to Australia, and then moved back. You're as much American as I am. Not even close. But for some reason, you don't you don't have like the perfect California accent. So I got to tell you that you that's just because aren't. I spent my whole life in Australia. I'm Australian, you fool. <laughs> so I'm an Australian you, so citizen. So you just don't count as American. Okay, you you're kind of I, I don't know whether to be insulted or pleased after what you've you now described as American. American. <laughs> yeah, that's what you've described it as. Guys, when we we are going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be on with royal commentator and lawyer Edward Wang. We will be right back after this. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. are listening to behind the scenes with host summer helene to connect with the show today please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com now let's go back behind the scenes Good day, good day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiora, talking about all things Hollywood. We are having a little trouble getting our guest through. Royal commentator and lawyer Edward Wang. He's actually in line right now to see the Queen. So he, I don't know if he can't get connection or what's going on. So we're going to talk a little more and see if we can get him in in a sec to get an expert opinion from him on what's going on over there. I loved the idea of having somebody who is already in, on site. Yep. To talk about what's going on. Would you put yourself in that position? You're going to wait in that 13 hour. It's probably longer than 13 hours at this point. Well, David Beckham waited for 13 hours. He actually right. went out at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. to jump in line because he thought it would be quicker and he was in line 13 hours. There are some reports coming out where it's so long that they have stopped the admittance. They're mm-hmm. not allowing people in any longer. Well, because they don't think they'll be done by Monday. Mm-hmm. And, and is this – well, I can't imagine why they think they'd be done, to be fair with you. There's just so many Because that's when people, the funeral is. But that's it. I think there's just so many people swarming in trying to pay their respects they're either going to extend, they probably will not extend it, but a lot of people are just going to show up there and not be able to they're do wanting, anything about They're it. wanting people to extend it. They're wanting them to send her on a tour through the countries. It's really interesting to me. Yeah. I'm not surprised by how much she means to everyone, but it's interesting to me the response that she's getting. Really? Why? Uh, I'm not surprised by the love. It's the hate that surprised no, me. I absolutely agree. The, the, I understand there's always going to be those 
kind of individuals who just want to cause drama and irritation and problems. So you got the people who are going to naturally hate on her anyways because they want to rise. But it's a shocking amount of individuals who are absolutely just throwing her through the ringer at every chance they get. Uh, calling her, I, I, God's sakes, calling her racist, calling her, uh, is it a, a, not a colonialist, but basically a, colon, a colonizer. There's these things that honestly don't really have much to do with the queen itself anymore versus just the history of England or Britain. So this is live. This is live from him. He is right. He's waiting in line to see the, see the queen's coffin. He's been there five hours. It's a 20 hour line now. Wow, 20 hours. Yeah, so if you might as well just live go... text us and tell us what's going on, if we can't get a hold of him, we will read him out on air. We might as well just take a nap, but then again, you, someone's got to keep waking move, you yeah. up to move you. I find the I whole thing a little heartbreaking. I can't imagine what a 20-hour line looks like. People do it for iPods. I'd certainly do it for the Queen. I wouldn't no, I mean, do it for, an, I wouldn't so do it for a phone. I mean, physically look like. It's got to be an insane amount of people. Oh, yeah. I find the whole People thing... People do it for iPods. I'm just saying. If you're still waiting in a 20-hour in line for an iPod, dude, I got to show you something called Amazon. It's going to blow your mind. <laughs> this guy named Jeff Bezos runs it. He makes a lot of money. Yeah, again, sorry. Apologies to Jeff Bezos. <laughs> but there's a lot with the Queen, I think, that that people respond to. Yeah. It's not just the pretty tiaras. Hold on, we're getting another... Uh, yeah, it's, it's not just update. the pretty tiaras. It's... It's everything about her. She was a fashion icon. She was, believe it or not, a lot of people don't realize she was a woman's rights icon. Mm -hmm. She didn't say anything. She never publicly said right. anything. Right. She can't have that. She cannot have that political stance. It no. Is against the against the crown, the position she, she's in. But during her reign, the king of Saudi Arabia came out to Balmoral. Yeah. And she offered him a tour of the grounds. Okay. And he gets in the passenger seat. And this is during a time where women were not allowed to drive in Saudi Arabia. Right. Well, this is 1990s, uh, This is I the think? 90s, yeah. 90s. And uh, the queen had been a driver in the army during World War II. Yeah. So she gets in the driver's seat. And the king of Saudi Arabia looks very, very nervous. Just and... his immense amount. Here's the thing, though. Would he... You think he would have said? What would he have said if it was anyone else, a, a different woman? There's nothing the he could. Seat. He could. He could have complained then. He couldn't complain with couldn't the queen. Couldn't complain about the queen of England. Anyway, she yet. took off like a bat out of hell, and he had to ask her to slow down through his translator. Do you think she drove bad intentionally? Well, it wasn't bad. She was just quick, and he didn't believe women were capable. Oh, I so it scared him. Hang on, we're getting a message. We're in. getting an update live from the uh, from the line, waiting to see the coffin. It's, yeah, it's miles and miles and miles of people. And for reference, a mile is 5,280 feet. It's kilometers and kilometers and kilometers of people. So the Queen, there are a lot of stories about the Queen. I think one of my favorites was the story about Gary. Have you ever heard the story of Gary? Gary the snail? No. No, it's no, not I've Gary the snail. I've never heard of the Gary story. So years ago, the Queen, again, was out Balmoral. She seems to be out there a lot when stories leak, I'm just saying. So maybe keep her, an, so a note, to, a to, note to King Charles, keep an eye on the staff at Balmoral. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But So this story comes out, and Prince William was a real little thing. He couldn't have been more than five at the time. And he'd been playing at Balmoral, and he really hurt himself. He fell over, and he starts screaming that he wants Gary. Yeah. One of the royal aides hears and starts running frantically around Balmoral looking for Gary, and they couldn't find Gary. 
and all of a sudden they said the queen in you know dressed like the queen yeah comes running in her heels like a bat out of hell out the door probably the to, most stunning the, heels by the way yeah <laughs> while yelling i'm gary i'm gary and so she goes running out to little prince william and it turned out he just couldn't say granny so the affectionate name that rumor has that he's called the queen all his life was gary, gary. Oh, okay. What do you know? Instead of Granny. Can you imagine a guy named Gary working on staff that day? Let's say it's day one for Gary at Balmoral, and this and the prince is just screaming for his name. They find first day on the job Gary, and he's like, I don't know what to do with this kid, but he obviously wants me. Just day one Gary running out there, picking up William. From, from What's the... wrong, child? <laughs> just, I don't even think he would scream. I think he'd be befuddled. I think the new Prince of Wales, and congratulations, by the way, to uh, uh, Prince William and uh, the Duchess of Cambridge, mm. who are now the Prince and Princess of Wales. I can't think of anyone more fitting to wear that title. What were than, they before that title? Uh, they were the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Now and they are the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge and Cornwall and the, the Prince, Prince and, and Princess, Princess of, of Wales. Wales. Why do they keep adding on titles as they move on? Uh, so the way the titles work is that's the region you're in charge of and you're supposed to work with. Okay, so he's just now in charge mm -hmm. of Wales. Pretty much. All right. He's a representative for Wales. Harry's got to screw that whole thing up. Yeah, he didn't do so good. I was really trying. I'm on this. I'm like, I don't want to talk about... Um, the 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 traders on this show <laughs> on this show so i will talk about them happily next Treachery, week but i want to focus right. on her majesty right. because there has been way too much focus on uh prince majesty. harry running off with that american yeah, and on, screwing with, stuff up american. with harry running off with harry's wife we know yeah with harry's wife and screwing stuff up by the way shout out to hg tudor love you um and and i just i don't want to focus on them all right, no, we can let it go. That's fine. But yeah, so the Prince of Wales is laying that, you know, sitting there screaming that he wants Gary. And if there really was someone named Gary there, I think he'd have been bowled over by the Queen, trying to get out bowled to her. Over. Bowled over, like knocked over oh, okay. by the Queen, trying to get out to her grandson. Yeah, oh, the shock of all. I think she'd have him set up for a whatchamacallit, uh, death by firing squad? Yeah. They just rather, here's, here's day one Gary cuddling <laughs> William. William doesn't know what's going on. The granny just sees it like, oh, this is why he's calling for me. <laughs> yep. this, this guy's touching my grandson. It's, that'd be a slow death. Very slow. <laughs> I think grandmothers all have that look. There was another story again about Prince William, and it was mm. Prince William and Harry and Zara. And Zara. Zara, one of his cousins, okay. uh, Princess Anne's daughter, by the way, Princess Anne, wonderful. She puts harder work than anyone else in the monarchy. Brilliant person. So he's outside with uh, them and they're riding on ATVs. Mm. Well, they mess up and crash the ATV and he said, uh, Zara's crying and you see the queen come running out. Again, she just comes, you know, hauling ass straight out. Also a Balmoral. How'd you guess? Because uh, it was something that wasn't <laughs> supposed to happen. Comes running straight out. And uh, to quote Prince William, he got the worst bollocksing he'd ever gotten in his life from from the Queen, from anyone. But it was, and it came from the Queen. She bowled them all out. And what he learned from that is he had to be far more careful, and was. <laughs> if nothing else, because he didn't want to hear it again. Well, it Most likely for the safety. There are a few incidents. Like it's, she's very much a grandma, and my grandma's done it to me. I, they were sitting on the balcony of Buckingham Palace, okay. and he was supposed to get up and hadn't. And so you could just see her kind of smack him in the shoulder.
because he didn't stand up. And you can see him look around and stand up like, uh-oh. And I don't think that's Queen power. I think that's grandma power. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. I remember being little and messing up in church. And my grandma would reach over like she was going to hug me and smack me in the back of the head with a Bible. Okay. And then hold me against her like she was hugging me because I wasn't paying attention. It was a very much a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Grandmas are mean. Yeah. They have special magic powers. I don't, is it as much mean or is it just that they have the, uh, whatchamacallit? I don't don't know if it's grandma power, but they have that eye. They have that evil eye and that real quick smack in the back of the hand Mm -hmm. and that real tight pinch they can do for just a second or the 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 ear pull. Yep. They have those, just those ways. Yeah, grandma. They, but you, they're the best. But they're they still like really old <laughs> to become a grandma. To become a grandma. But they're like they're the best people. They're always the favorite people. Yeah. Like grandmas are. are the best. The uh, it, it's, uh, but I like that. So I mean, there have been a lot of beautiful stories about the queen over the years. Historically, obviously, she's had quite a few. But as a person, and I think what people need to remember, especially with all of this nonsense online, the what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the bullshit needs to stop. With which? With people criticizing her online. Also, we with Harry's wife. But oh, we can um, get into it. I mean. Okay, you want to get into Harry's wife? Do, do you want to get into Harry's Not wife? at all, but I will get into Harry's there's a lot wife. We can talk there about. is absolutely no reason that woman should be at the Queen's funeral. The fact that she wanted to go about moral. When the queen was, I don't even want to say the D word, but dying. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. I would no, have no, loved no. to have been a fly on the wall to see her show up to the castle prior to the death of Queen Elizabeth. Why? We'd then we'd be all going, okay, how long is Anne going to be in prison for cutting off a head? I just have, I want to hear what they have to say. Because that's obviously not going to be televised. The tablets aren't going to get a hold of those conversations unless, of course, she leaks it if she survives. She leaks she everything. Live, she has to live through the experience okay. first. Let's try this. What is my problem with Meghan Markle? My problem with Harry's wife. Harry's wife. Again, shout out Harry's to HG, HG Tudor again. Shout out. My problem with Harry's wife is that Harry's wife is screwing up an ancient, ancient monarchy. She stepped into a job. She bullshitted, saying, "I have, I had no idea who Harry was." No, you did. Don't try and convince Stopped me. Him, it's right? not even Didn't that. It's, chase it's him? not even that. Don't try and convince me. You're too stupid to use Google. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't don't try and convince me. You're too stupid to use Google. I like, wanted that's to marry a serious this, this problem. public icon. This, this literal. This member of royalty. Yeah, like and I'm not, I want to talk about. I want to talk about Princess Anne being the first woman ever to stand in the prince's vigil. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. What is I wanna, the prince's vigil? The prince's vigil is when the uh, sons of the monarch yeah. stand around and protect the coffin. Oh, well, she was the daughter. first woman to do that. I want to talk about the fact that Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Um, Changed the law so that had the first child born to the prince and princess of Wales, which uh, William and Catherine, yeah. been a a female, it would still be the monarch. She changed the rule to firstborn, not firstborn male. She was forward thinking. She was brilliant. That is what I want to discuss. Oh, Instead, I, would I get online? Oh no 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 no! You were gonna hear this. I gotta Instead. say, when you say female, I mean to think of nice guys. We gotta stop. If you're a guy out there and you say female instead of lady, please stop. Anyway. I want to discuss all of these forward things the Queen did. I want to talk about her putting Anne in the Prince's Vigil. I want to talk about her changing the law 
so that the firstborn child becomes no the monarch. Gender. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about her driving the king of Saudi Arabia. And let me tell you what everyone else on the bloody internet wants to discuss. Harry's, Harry's wife. wife. Harry's <laughs> wife. Harry's wife. And let me tell you something you don't know about Harry's wife. She's an idiot. And the only reason I say this is the stuff she says, I don't understand how anyone cannot think forward in the way she doesn't. First, it's, hey, I didn't look up Harry at all. Okay, don't tell me you're too stupid to Google. Stop. Well, I didn't because we were in well, love. Let's, let me say I play devil's advocate. I don't look up the people that I would go on a date. I didn't look you up before. You would if I was a princess. Uh... Did I know? Okay, maybe if I if then, I knew you were a princess beforehand, yes. And she I knew didn't... she was going out with Prince Harry. So here's the next thing. Then she turns around and she's on about how awful the royal family was by not giving her any princess training. Dude, the person you married was Harry. Okay, so Harry's a dick for not giving you any training. We know the queen gave you an aid, but how is the entire royal family responsible that your husband didn't clue you in on what to expect? Yeah. So she's trying to bag on the royal family. She bags on her husband. Then she's trying to bag on the royal family and ends up pooping on South Africa. So Fustek Megan starts trending, which is basically piss off. Um, that starts trending because she turns around and says the fire at the housing unit. By the way, the housing unit she is referring to was the governor's mansion. Look, I have dealt with a lot of people in Hollywood and something I have learned, and this is from a PR standpoint, so you'll just go with me on this. She was incapable of building fame before she met Harry. She didn't have millions of followers. She didn't have a huge fan base. She'd been on a show for decades. She was halfway down the call list for the women to call in for work. She was not a famous person. But she took what she had, went to England, and sold herself as a Hollywood actress. She was a cable television actress in Toronto. By the way, her dad was very, very well entrenched in the film industry. If your dad has worked on Married with Children, Oprah knows all of these famous people that you invited to your wedding that you don't know. Um, your you dad can't. has, and you can't use your dad's connections, and you cannot build up your social media to get a following. Maybe, just maybe, there's a deficiency in you. Then all of a sudden you marry a prince, you're on a world stage, and you're going, gee, why why am I causing so much controversy? Because I'm writing on bananas well, in the lunch uh, that, that are meant for prostitutes. Like, they, they did a whole thing where they were going out to help. I, I'm, like, venting now. This is what's happening. Uh, where they went to go with, with uh, working girls, with prostitutes. And she starts writing messages of hope on bananas in fucking Sharpie. So the bananas are now toxic because you can't eat them after you've written on them in Sharpie. Wait, isn't the skin, the peel, going to get in the way of it, though? You know, you cannot put toxins into something and still, I mean, I'm sure they could, but, like, they deserve an un, un you know, tarnished banana. Like, just their, their life Hold is on. hard Hold enough, on. and there is an old adage, there but for the grace of God go I. But they live a hard enough life. But Harry's wife wrote on them, so it's not a toxic thing. It's it's quite a privilege. It's pristine. That's now. what she was going for. Yeah, it's it's absolutely. It's the absolutely, camera's on. I just I just pulled pristine. out my boob to like brush it off because I got potato down my shirt and I'm sitting from here from cooking. I, I assume from cooking when yeah. we were cooking in the kitchen and I'm like pulling this out and we usually have live stream cameras going and we don't right now so I'm really lucky. Otherwise, for the fourteen hundredth time. We would have people on. Uh, I would be topless on television. No, that's okay. You're so used to it. It's, it's, it's not even a second thought. Just, it just pop just it out. out. That's it. Um, but here's the thing. 
when you look at someone like her, there is a serious deficiency. Well, she's all but a diagnosed narcissist, and she's probably only not diagnosed because she hasn't gone to do it. That's, yeah. Most psychiatrists and psychologists uh, have come out and said she is a narcissist. The problem with a narcissist is I have a very good friend who went out with one. She dated him for less than a year, and it took her almost four years to get her head out of the mess he'd made. She tried to get herself committed because she thought she was crazy. You have two friends now go through this, actually. Yeah, I've had two friends now go through it. One was real bad, uh, but the other was borderline suicidal because of it. Both so of them were suicidal. Yeah. The, There's just no fixing that. What concerns me is if she really is a narcissist, like everyone keeps saying, yeah. the minute she realizes Harry can't make her as much money being alive, she'll talk him into killing himself. Because, you know, she can't divorce him. That wouldn't look good. Like, if, if she is what people say she is, that is a concern. Man, I, if she gets him to kill himself, what's the what's step two? Well, then poor Megan or poor Harry's wife. Who's going to buy that? There's going to be an investigation. Absolutely. Yeah, but you can't tell words. People don't think this man's being abused. He's been pulled away from his family. He's isolated. He has no friends, no yeah. life. But people don't it's, – it's, do you remember when we had Diego Sanchez on? I love Diego Sanchez. But how was he emotionally after being with Fabio? Yeah, he was wrecked. He was absolutely yeah. wrecked, right? You remember talking to him. Like, I got to tell you, I had people so angry with me when we had Sanchez on because I would turn around and talk to him, and I wasn't asking hard questions, and I wasn't willing to. He was really fractured because of this narcissistic psycho. And that's where Harry is. Speaking of narcissistic psychos, if you really do want to learn more about this stuff, I'm going to again recommend H.G. Tudor. He's a diagnosed uh, psychopath and narcissist, and he explains how psychopaths and narcissists work. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, he's, I like him. Sometimes he can, he can drown on a little bit, but I think that's also his inner narcissism, too. He's, mm. he's, he's interesting. You can hear it when he talks. He's wonderful. <laughs> Guys, we are going to go. I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, this narcissist I like, this one I don't. Um, but I like him because he's not my buddy and he's not dating one of my friends. Yeah. We are going to break. When we come back, this time I'm going to talk about the Queen and not rant about Harry's wife ruining everything. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage that cannot be in the cage because his arms busted, Bear Fjorda. See, that's who you should fight. Fight Harry's wife. We'll be right back after this. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. 
If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. And today we are talking about everything royal, which pretty much makes me cry. I had to run off. My uh, associate Alexis was sitting here and she's ready to jump on and talk. And I just got real cross with her. I'm like, scoot, scoot. Well, I snuck off because I know exactly where that conversation was gone. vile fiend. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I know where this is going. And boy, I kept my comments really PG. Did you? She would not have. Yes. Well, you have to remember, I'm actually trying to be really good. Uh, Queen Elizabeth was the head of the Church of England, the head of the Anglican Church. Yes. She was a good Christian woman and she believed in forgiveness, which is a hell of an important lesson no, pun in, I probably shouldn't have used hell in that sentence, but but go with me here. Okay. That's a hell of an important... Damn it, summer and damn it. Do you ever notice when you say something, you can't stop saying it? Did you notice that Harry's wife is complaining about their titles again? I'm going to stab and you in the, the face. the children's titles? I'm going to stab you. I want to talk about Her Majesty the Queen. We will come back and fight about Harry's it's wife. It's funnier when you are upset, though, so I'm trying I to... don't like people that try and ruin my monarchy. In all defense, she's not trying. She, she did a pretty darn good job. How many people now? I'm going to tell believe, my dad, and he's going to smack you. How many people now thoroughly believe that the that the monarchy is uh, totally racist? That it's very hateful. It's anti-women. Okay, well, hang on. The racist, you have to. I, I understand where they're coming I, from. I'll give something you that, one. It that might be historically, something. there are tr- there is trouble with that. And it was not helped out by the fact that the abdicating king, King Edward, who abdicated to be with Wallace Simpson, everyone's trying to turn this into a love story. So you know, do not turn this into a love story. So this dude leaves the throne, makes a deal with Hitler because his Nazi wife uh, wants him. Yeah, he became a Nazi. His his Nazi wife wanted him, you know, involved with Hitler. The deal was they're going to kill King George. Kill Princess Elizabeth, kill Princess Margaret. Kill and, the, the royal family. Yeah, the, our beloved queen. She was a princess at that point, and put him back on the throne. So yes, historically they, also, they call that a lot they call that they call him the most romantic royal ever. The dude's wife didn't even want to be with him. There no. are letters out <laughs> yeah. public record where she's writing to her ex-husband, like, hey man, I fucked up. Do you want to bang? I yeah. love you. Come back to me. <laughs> she also slept with one of Hitler's advisors. But the point is She did not love him. Like, I don't know how they got maybe it was infatuation. He had that twenty percent that her husband at the time didn't, but he no, he very had money. quickly the realized. Joke, the, the, the running joke became her husband traded his wife for a coat. Um, and essentially, you know, this is the problem. I'm gonna jump to this. 
Her Majesty's reign, because she is so steady, has always been overshadowed by people like her idiot Uncle Edward. Yeah. Or her idiot granddaughter-in-law, Harry's wife. What I think people forget is she didn't have the scandals. She wasn't scandalous. And what made her special is that she wasn't scandalous. The reason she was so dedicated to staying on that throne forever for as long as she lived was she didn't feel she could even retire in old age because she was so afraid of the scandal after her uncle idiot Edward. Mm -hmm. You you know what? Hats hats off to her and her father at the end of the day. You know, two days before... Here's the thing. Two days before her wedding... Before her wedding... Before her wedding. Um, before her wedding. Okay. Her father had started to get very, very ill. Yeah. He's coughing up blood. With her father, they'd pulled out lungs, had done everything trying to keep him alive. Wait, wait, he wait, was wait. a man with a serious stutter. Wait, wait. I thought she was already queen before the marriage. No. They married. She married. When she married her, uh, she married. She was Philip Princess. Mm-hmm. She was Princess Elizabeth. Princess oh. Elizabeth. Married Philip, who was the deposed uh, prince of Greece. I, I'm so sorry. I gotta look that up. I swear to yeah. God, she was queen. She wasn't. I promise. I know my history. So right, I'm, essentially, I'm you're talking. Monarch, you're telling, telling the, the monarchist when wrong. they. No, I'm not. Uh, we learned this in history class when we're like five. But basically, so Princess Elizabeth, after the war, takes ration coupons, puts her dress together. I mean, bless her. She could have taken advantage in many ways of being, and she didn't. Um, but essentially, she was always overshadowed because of these people. And when we look at her reign and her father's reign, her father did not want to be on the throne. Like, I'm obsessed with the Strathmore tiara. Yeah. Because I love, it's, it's my favorite tiara. I love the idea of it. Think of this. I'm going to paint you all a picture, so go with me here. Queen okay. Elizabeth, the queen mother. So, so Lady Elizabeth. Oh, I just want to state you were correct. I know I'm correct. Uh, but I so, know you need a man to, to tell you that you're right, so... I'm going to stab you in the face. Anyways. <laughs> so she falls... So so Lady Elizabeth falls in love with the Duke of... With, with the Duke, right? Yes. She falls in love. They get together at the time. Former... Was he former Duke of prince York. in a... He was a prince. He was the second... He was the second son. Mm-hmm. And so they fall in love. She puts on this shiny hat. She puts on this tiara to marry her prince. He, he, to marry her prince. So she goes on to marry her prince. She's deeply, deeply in love with him. Theirs is a love match. He has a severe stutter. She was never meant to be queen. He was never meant to be king. So this idiot Edward abdicates, and they end up on the throne. Her father, King George, had a severe stutter, severe, severe stutter that caused all kinds of problems for him, and yet he still sat through. He still sat through doing all of this, to make things better for the monarchy. He put he went through what he was most afraid of to make things better for the monarchy. And he sat on the throne till the day he died. His daughter at 21 swore her whole life to the monarchy and kept it. Mm-hmm. And that's a hell of a thing. It's amazing to me. At least at the very the least commitment. she got to marry for love. But I think. that's why I love the Strathmore tiara. It was a hat worn by a girl that fell in love with her handsome prince. And they got married. She ended up, you know, he was an unexpected king. She yeah. became the queen consort. And their daughter went on to become one of the most important rulers in history. That's why I like the Strathmore tiara. Like, if, if I ever uh, was getting married and wore a veil, I would actually have these, the uh, flowers from the Strathmore tiara 
sewn into the edges. I think it is that important. You want as close uh, to as possible. Well, actually, I want the Strathmore tiara. I suggested I get my brother burglary tools for Christmas and he steal it for me, which could be why we're Australian, not English. By the way, his answer was no. Burglary tools. Yes. You need, uh, you need the Hobbit to do that. No, I was just going to have Lana do it. Uh, by the way, I shout like out to my brother. Two feet into uh, <laughs> what is it? What, what's the castle called again? Um, Buckingham sorry, Palace. Buckingham pa I feel like he'd make it two feet into Buckingham Palace, stab someone with one of his swords, and just get taken down. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, by the way, to Matthew Morris Fine Jewelry. That's my brother. So if you want a tiara, go to him. Don't try and talk him into stealing one for you, because I promise the answer will be no. I tried. I almost feel like you said that word for word exactly, or this is a, um, a deja vu. You got a deja right vu. Now. So that's why I like the Strathmore tiara. But cutting all of that out, I think the entire focus of Queen Elizabeth's life, and by the way, King George's, was the wild ones. Queen the Elizabeth ones. was overshadowed by her children's scandals, by her uncle's scandals, now by, uh, yeah. you know, Harry's wife. She's been, I mean, the poor woman has dealt with scandal after scandal. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. I, I would argue to say that if you are on the throne, if you're in the public eye long enough, scandals will find you. Not even things you did. She didn't do anything, you know? Or I shouldn't say anything, but she was not the source of many of these big scandals. And yet they found her no matter what. I, I think, think if you are just in the public eye long enough, things come out. It doesn't matter what they are. They don't have to be about you, but because you're around it or it's in the family, it's now about you or it's now your responsibility. And, and that's it. You look at King Charles III, congratulations, by the way, to King Charles, and I'm so sorry. That's the weirdest thing in the world. For Charles to get the throne, he has to go through the, the worst experience anyone can. I love that question. Are you excited to be king? No, and, and Charles' response was, are you asking me if I'm excited for my mother to die? He was horrified. But when you look at the queen, and she had some options Charles won't, because mm -hmm. he's going to have to be a lot more conservative. The queen spoke through jewellery. As funny as it sounds, she wore brooches, tiaras, clothing oh, to specifically. Yeah, I think you mentioned earlier that uh, she was wearing. Sorry, I was looking away from the mic. You mentioned earlier that she was wearing that. Um, but, but I want to say bedazzle. That's not the right word. Bedazzle. Brooch. The brooch. She wore brooches. She wore the what is a bedazzle? Nice, sparkly, now you have to be. I'll tell you nice, what. Give me your brooch. credit. Give me your credit card. I'll show you what a brooch is. You can give it to me. You don't have to hold on to it. <laughs> I have to give you my credit card first. Yes. Why don't you just look up on Google? Is, is Google going to charge you to show me what a? Brooch hey, if if Megan like? can lie and say she doesn't know who uh, Prince Harry Megan is, tell me you don't know. What I Google don't is. know what Google is. Google give me is. your credit card. I need a credit card <laughs> to find a brooch. That's what it is. So. I but think she wore it to a, a meeting with Trump, and it was, she it was wore an Obama's brooch. Well, that actually wasn't meant as, meant as a slight. She wore went to a meeting with a president of the United States wearing a gift from a president. Oh, okay. That's very, very common for her. Yeah, thing. it's a solidarity thing. Okay. But, you know, people looked at her uh, wearing the Burmese uh, ruby tiara. Yeah. And they're like, Burmese rubies are for luck. She's against him. I'm like, she wore it because it's red. Her dress was white, and her sash was blue. She was trying to honor him. You all need to chill. The queen was a lot of things, but she wasn't a bitch. She was American at that point. Mm -hmm. Like she was going, best, going yeah. for American flag. But the queen has How lived one of the most. Did not see that. I, I don't know. But the queen has lived one of the most extraordinary lives on the planet. She's created more change than almost anyone. She matters more to her people than most people no, uh, you you can you know when I found out she passed, I was absolutely inconsolable. 
like poor Alexis lost her dad a couple, like a month ago. She's finally my, my closest friend. You all know she produces a show. So our show's producer lost her dad. She's my closest friend. She's going through this grief. It's been like a month. She's been talking about it. My queen dies. I'm like, don't you know how upset I am? It, 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 was, it, was, it was like, I need you to console me. And, and God bless her. She did. And then I realized I was being a complete jackass. But um, it's, it's shattering. Like I'm, I'm texting back and forth with my dad. For those that don't know daily, he's sending me things about the queen because everything I get here is about Harry's wife in America, not a whole lot. So he's sending me news from home. Um, and every time something on Harry's wife pops up, he'll send it to me with a frowny face. Like we were just talking and I said, one of the first things that happened on this show when people live tweet is they're talking about Harry's wife. So dad sent me frowny face emojis. Because everything to, to us that grew up in the Commonwealth should be about Her Majesty the Queen. When you give your entire life, you know, yeah, she, yes, she gave 70 solid years of service as Queen. Before that, she was in the military serving the country. Before that, she was training for her role to be Queen. These people train their entire lives. That matters. You can't, you can't change that. My impression of Queen Elizabeth and the thing that I think um, Queen Elizabeth the Great brought to the Commonwealth. Ooh, the Great, love it. The Great, yeah. It was Boris Johnson that said it. Don't tell anyone that. I don't particularly like him. Piers Morgan went on a rant about that. Uh, don't Google Piers Morgan rant. I once made that mistake. There are too many of them. But he, he went on a rant about that. And I think Elizabeth the Great is perfect for her. One of the things she brought, queen, the, the, my queen, Queen Elizabeth, the one I grew up with, brought was true statesmanship. She is the greatest statesman any of us have ever seen. She ruled from Churchill, and the day before she died, two days before she passed, she got out of her deathbed to swear in the next prime minister. Yeah, she did. That was just something that hopefully absolute, people don't overlook. No, absolute devotion to her country. Absolute statesman. She is one of the most impressive women in history. She is one of the most, I'm trying not to cry, impressive women in the world. When I was little, my grandmother would always say, sit up straight or you'll never have tea with the queen. For me, losing her was shattering. The best thing I heard from the Commonwealth was tweet after tweet when she passed of, I'm gutted. When, the, when I told Alexis, when the, uh, the newscasters, when they said she was sick, the newscasters started putting on black in case. I was inconsolable. Because they knew at that time. It was awful. But to quote Queen Elizabeth, the price of grief, of great grief, is great love. Grief is the pay price we pay for loving someone. The price that I've paid for loving and respecting Queen Elizabeth is grief. That's, and a, that's an incredible quote. It's Queen Elizabeth's. And my God, it was worth it. So to anyone out there in the Commonwealth, remember, follow us at... Uh, Don't forget to follow us at TuneInBTS across any social media platform, especially during this time where we're discussing the Queen, as that's going to be in the news for a little while. And People we'll be are going to want to stay up to date mm -hmm. on everything to do with uh, first the funeral and probably the processions to the come The processions after. went after you. And of course, um, God bless King Charles. God mm -hmm. rest Queen Elizabeth. Thank you very, very much for joining us. And if you two are hurting... Just remember that you loved her. And the hurt you feel now is the price and she was worth it.
Thank you for joining us on Behind the Scenes. I'm Summer Helene. We'll see you next week. Thank you, of course, to my co-host, Bear Fiora. We'll see you next week. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.